My name is Laura Chambers, and my story does not begin in a Christian home, and I'm not used to wearing glasses. Sorry. I'm a truly late bloomer. I got saved when I was 32, and Pastor Mike baptized me in Kermit and Joanne Dowdy's pool in the summer of 2005. Pastor Mike married Randy and me in the summer of 2006. We have been attending Grace for 17 years now. To emphasize just how non-Christian my home life was, let me tell you how my mom reacted just this week when I excitedly told her I was going to speak in front of the church. She said, uh-huh. She didn't say, wow, that's great, or good for you, I'm proud. She just said, uh-huh, and waited for me to change the subject. Yes, I will keep praying for her. God saved me, so I know he can save her too. I come from a broken home, broken multiple times on both sides of the equation. Mom and dad both with multiple failed marriages. Before I turned 16, mom and I had the talk about you know what, and I got onto birth control pills so that I would not be inconvenienced by an unwanted pregnancy. It was about biology, not morality. You can imagine how my life progressed from there. Incredibly, I did start going to church. However, it had to do with my boyfriend, and it was mostly a social status exercise. I even got baptized because I was told that was the thing to do. It lasted for about a year, tops. I did not understand anything the preacher said. I did not read the Bible, and my heart was unaffected. Seeds along the path snatched away. I was a super smart kid, so I started my college career at Georgia Tech on a scholarship studying electrical engineering. I quickly got off that track for a bunch of reasons, but looking back, I can see that the hand of God was guiding me because I ended up in Statesboro, of all places, and began my studies in theater arts. I don't know if you have any idea what typical theater students act like, but to say that I was living a pagan lifestyle is not an overstatement. We partied all the time. There was no moral compass except loyalty to the troop and whatever play it was that we were working on. Looking back on that now with new eyes, I truly cringe. So much of what we do when we are spiritually blind is just downright stupid, disgraceful, and embarrassing. God was covering me with grace even as I reveled in my sinful lifestyle. I just didn't know it then. God is so very merciful. By his grace, I came out of college with skills that led me to start a successful teaching career, and I got married. Still, my first husband and I did not have a Christian worldview, far from it, so we were bound to make a ton of terrible mistakes. One of the only things we really did right was plan to have a baby. God used my son, Leander, to start clearing my mind and opening my eyes. Being a mother changes a person in so many fundamental ways that cannot be fully explained. God began to touch my heart as my baby grew inside me. I saw that the lifestyle my husband and I were leading was not good for a child, so I started to throw on the brakes. Then I put everything in full reverse. I suddenly wanted a traditional home with clear direction and rules. This did not go over well with my husband or our partying friends. Because we did not have God guiding us, we separated before our child was born and eventually divorced. I fell into a deep depression, but my love for my son kept me going, and God started pursuing me in earnest. By then, I was teaching at GSU and had a very bright student in one of my classes. 
She was an older lady who seemed to know so much and speak so wisely, but she was a Christian. As a liberal intellectual, I found this strange. I began to ask her questions about her faith, and she patiently explained so much to me that I was truly intrigued. She always had her Bible and showed me passages as evidence for her explanations. It took a couple of months, but she convinced me to read the Bible for myself. Thank you, Jean Cryer. Meanwhile, God kept sending me signs that pointed straight to him, signs in nature and music and circumstances. One summer afternoon, in complete peace and with great gratitude, I got down on the floor of my bedroom and asked Jesus to come into my heart. That was 17 years ago. Things happened really fast after that. I got remarried and moved into my dream home, a 200-acre farm with horses. I was blessed with a blended family of beautiful girls from Randy's previous marriage and my son. Life was exciting and amazing. Then I got tested in a rather dramatic way. My husband got in trouble. I will spare you the gory details, but suffice it to say that we lost almost everything we had in a slow and excruciating process. Then I had to spend some time without him. While he was in prison, God was my rock, God in this church. The church surrounded me with love and support. My small group was especially wonderful. Thank you, small group, Brian Hall, Shannon, Laura, and George Shaver, and the rest. I thank God for our Christian friends who stood beside us all through, through it, even to this day. By the grace of God, my husband and I were able to start over when he came home, and our marriage is so very strong from the testing. Since I decided to follow Jesus, the most obvious change in me is that I finally have some real sense. Not book smarts, but a moral and spiritual compass, and I have learned to care more for people. I still have a long way to go, but I can see how far that I've come, and the path before me is so much clearer than it used to be. I truly want to be better and read the Bible almost every day now, using it as a mirror. It helps me see myself and what needs to continue to change. I'm so grateful that God is patient and merciful because I know that without him, I would never have made it this far. I want others to believe in Jesus. I see the transformation he has rendered in me and how he's working in my husband, Randy, and our children too. I praise God that my husband has become such a better man through God's work on him, and I am so grateful to see our son, Leander, his girlfriend, Rosalind, our daughter, Noelle, and her husband, Dustin, faithfully following Jesus every day. I know that they are following a much better road than I was at their age. This fills me with true joy and contentment. Their faith will be my greatest legacy. God is so merciful, so loving, so good, and so kind. Thank you for letting me share. <laughs>